Hello and welcome back to Bourbon and Stuff. This is Carolyn from Bourbon and Stuff and as always here is my husband E. Hello. And today we are doing something that I honestly have never heard of but apparently E knew what the hell he was talking about and we got this on a wonderful trade for two ounces missing of our bottle of uh, Four Roses OS. That's spot on. <laughs> yes, the the we had a bottle of Four Roses OESO pick yeah. that we just weren't a fan of. We weren't. And uh, it was a waste for it to sit on the shelf, so someone uh, decided to trade us for a bottle of Murray Hill Club. Which was made by the Joseph Magnus & Co. Um, company? Yeah, I'm running with that. Joseph, Joseph company. Well, the thing is, they're a non-distilling producer at the moment, so I, I don't want to call them a distillery. Okay. But they are out of Washington, D.C. They're a blender, if you will. Okay. Well, as we were saying, Murray Hill Club is the thing that we are trying and reviewing today. I knew absolutely nothing about this uh, starting, oh, about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Before you started doing some research. Before we started doing a little bit of research. Um, so I'll let E start us out with a little bit of info about this, and then we'll move on from there. Yes. Uh, so I guess I will start with what this particular blend is. Um, this is a blend of 20% 18-year bourbon. 50% 11-year bourbon, and 30% of a 9-year light whiskey, which, for those of you that are unaware, um, bourbon and other grain spirits, uh, rye whiskey, um, malted whiskeys, etc., all have to be distilled no higher than 160 proof, or 80%. Anything produced above that point but below 190 proof or 95% is the rain that uh, is the range of light whiskey. So pretty much any bourbon, rye, etc. that's distilled at that point qualifies as light whiskey. So I'm gonna be honest. Uh, when we talked about the mash bill for this, I or not mash bill, excuse me. Let the me blend. rephrase it. The blend of this, I really was not sure how I would feel about this. Um, since it has uh, a ton of shit in it, obviously we don't have a mash bill for this. This is true. Or in this case, we don't have three mash bills for this. Or the origin state of each of the sourced whiskeys. Yep. But um, this particular blend was actually put together by Nancy Fraley, who a lot of people in the industry uh, know her as one of the most well-renowned palates and blenders um, now in the bourbon community, but previously in the cognac community. So this is right up her alley. It's her, her signature product that she's been working on. Um, how much does this normally go for? on the retail market when you can find it. So if you have a total wine around you, they are selling this for roughly $100. When it's in stock. When it's in stock. Um, it has a normal, well, is that synthetic cork? It's a real cork with a wood topper. Well, hang on, can you take the cork out, please? Of course. Oh, it is. It's just a really, really, really light cork. Mm -hmm. It is. Okay. Okay, so yeah, wood topped, uh, non-synthetic cork. 
the ABV, sorry, the ABV is 51.5% or it comes at 103 proof. And this is apparently notes that were added when I wasn't looking. This is batch 15, bottle 606 of, is that 700? That is 700. Well, there you go. Yeah, uh, this is a yearly release product that they do. Um, and this was actually the 2016 release of it. Um, we're I'm super happy to have this. And I've got to say, as far as presentation this is a fancy looking bottle it is and that writing on the front of it is going to make it a bitch to photograph um uh, but we'll do our best we'll do our best but no it is a very very pretty bottle it does remind me of um oh some of the weller bottles i know that sounds crazy but it's the same <laughs> the same kind of blocky uh golden writing that's on a lot of other like weller antique yeah other yeah. bottles um, I like the color scheme for it, mainly because I'm a fan of blues and greens, and that's and kind of got a blue, green, gray, and there's a raised, that, is that a that's line? That's part of the glass. Uh, I believe, yeah, that is... Turn around? That, the, the same sigil that's on the front of it that says Magnus, so I guess what is the lion and the arrows, is on the back of it, um, like, raised in the glass. It's part of the glass, but, um, yeah, like yeah that's pretty cool. Super ornate bottle. Yeah. For $100. And something that's 11 to 18 years with a little bit of nine thrown in. I mean... No, no. No, no. Okay. This is a nine year. This is a nine year. Going by all rules, regulations concerning. Yeah. This is only a nine year bottle but for $100. It, yes, because there's 30% nine year light whiskey. Mm -hmm. But the majority, the lion's share is 11 plus years old. Oh, I don't give a shit. If those crazy blade and bow fuckers can say that they got Stitzel Weller product on the damn label, I'm gonna say this is a nine-year product, okay? Because <laughs> no, if you, no. If you call shenanigans on them, yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but at the very least, the the government standards allow it to be called a called a blend of bourbon whiskey because it is a majority bourbon. So there you go. That's yeah. that's my counter argument that, to that. And I'll, I'll allow that. But okay. it is still only a nine-year bourbon whiskey. Yes, yes. If they were to put an age statement on it, it would have to say nine. There you go. Yes. There you go. Okay. So uh, with all that being said, we are going to stop our tomfoolery and get to the break so that we can come back and taste and smell and do all that good stuff. But I like tomfoolery. Oh, let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and we're back, and we're just going to get right into the nosing, and I'm going to say, despite the fact that this was poured um, about, what, what 11 or 11, 12 minutes, 12 minutes ago? Yeah, at yeah. this point, uh, it still smells really, really hot. Yeah, the the ethanol is very forward on the nose. It, it singes the, the nostrils just a smidge. It absolutely does. But after that, I mean, I mean, it, I it's think it very smells, pleasant. Yeah, it smells like a really traditional, like, bourbon. Yeah. Um, you know, it's got those, the, the grain notes, the sweet corn, the spicy rye. It's definitely got a lot of, like, rich, dark, uh, caramel notes to it to me. But, for me. Yeah, no, 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 I, I agree. There is also a medicinal herbaceousness that comes through way more clearly on the nose now. You mean what we were picking up on the palate during, yes. uh, initial tastings? Yeah, so, like, when yeah. you take kind of a, a deep, slow whiff of this... All of that herbaceous medicinalness hits you at the back of the throat. No, I'll give you that. 
I will absolutely give you that. Um, so it's, to me, it smells very traditional bourbon with a little bit of odd medicinal nature to the, to the front of it. Okay. Um, Let's get into the tasting. Yeah. It drinks way easier oh, than it smells. Yeah. Yeah. That's delicious. That's but so beautiful. The first things that I'm getting is, um, is cinnamon and cherry. So the herbaceous tea notes are the first thing that I'm getting on the palate. The cherry and the cinnamon are there for me. They're more um, secondary notes. It kind of evolves into that. Yes. No, um... For me, oddly enough, the cinnamon is the first thing that I taste. Mm -hmm. The cherry comes in, and then the herbaceous notes hit me. Okay. I will say after that, like after those notes, um, a lot of very sweet, rich caramel and oakiness are coming through. But for having a a large blend as it is, um, it's not nearly as oaky no. as I thought it would be. No, it's so beautifully balanced it is it is a truly balanced oak there's no tannicness to this there's no bitterness to this at all but all i'm like all this is is a exceptionally sweet delicately flavored like just just rich thick oily yeah dense bourbon those are those are the exact words i would use it's, yeah. it's rich it's dense it's oily but at the same time delicate and fruity and a little floral and herbaceous it's it's lovely <laughs> it's absolutely lovely i can't complain about this and thank you to the individual who sent this to us we absolutely appreciate it i'm not sure why you don't like this but um it was definitely uh your loss our gain and i truly hope that you appreciate the um four roses and that you like it a hell of a lot more than we did yeah four roses i've got to say is definitely that one flavor profile for both of their mash bills that i just never can get into but i was a fan of the one that i bought when we were at four roses that is the exception to the rule in my yeah. book yeah, yeah. But, but i'd like to re revisit that at some point in our environment yes and that is a whole nother episode we got to yes. get away from that so yes this is a bottle that i like i think that this could be a bottle that i would keep on the shelf i keep it on the shelf when it's empty i don't know if i'd replace it or not because it's good but I don't know if I'd call it $100 good. It's a tough one. So I wish this was just, like, if this was a $25 bottle, oh, if this, I'd buy this all day. If this was, I'd even go as far as to say if this was a $60 bottle, I'd buy it all day. No. No? No, no because of how, I mean, like, it, it, it's such a lovely, lovely bourbon, but there's nothing unique about it. No, no, it there's is. There's nothing that stands out and says, I'm an, I'm a $100 bottle and I'm worth $100. No, no. And that, that's why I put it in the $60 range. No, and even so, there, we can do a hell of a lot better for pours that, that fall sub 50. Can you give an example? Just an example. I'm, I'm just curious. I'm trying to think of something that's this well balanced and, and, for lack of a better phrase, complex in the bourbon flavor profile. So, Buffalo Trace. Like, just classic? Just classic Buffalo Trace. J.W. Dant. <sighs> J.T.S. Brown. Um, uh, the signature craft of any of the bean products. <laughs> like, signature craft... The signature craft... Good God, what is wrong with my words today? 
signature craft of the 12 year, I think is absolutely amazing. And I'm not a fan of Beam, so for me to say I no, would buy Beam I get all it. day, I get it. like... I think that I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you on that that's one. That's absolutely fine. But we both can agree that it is not worth the hundred dollars. No, 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 not at all. Um, I don't want to pull uh, proof snob, but I think if it was higher than a hundred and three, you mean like cask strength? Then I'd be willing to pay the hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't argue against that. I feel the same way, and it's not <clears throat> it's not because of the proof. It's really not. It's purely for the as concentrated of flavor as you can get. If this was 112 at cask strength and it had the blend of proportions that it has, it could be worth it. Because at that point, it would just be that much more rich, that much more dense than it already mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to add much more time to this episode and have us hunt for things that yeah, would no, be I can't, better. I can't like, think of anything that's... Like, if you, if you find this and you want something that tastes like what we explained, well, by all means, figure out if your wallet can handle $100 or more. And Otherwise... If you, if you see it at a bar... Yeah, oh yeah, no, absolutely. Get a pour of it. Yeah, absolutely. If you see it at a bar, definitely grab it. But otherwise, just buy whatever the hell you like. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is not something that stands out and says, this is BTAC quality. Yeah. Oh, one thing I will add. Yes. I did not like Joseph Magnus when we tried it. Classic Joseph Magnus. Yes, but this was better than that for me. Same price. Between the two of them, I would much rather buy this than than Joseph if, Magnus. If, if, the, you're, if you had to have your arm twist on that one. Yes, yeah. if someone had gone to my head and said you had to buy one of them, well, yeah, I would grab this. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I was just thinking like... We were talking about this being a, a dang Magnus thing. And, it is. And we've had the Joseph Magnus, the, what is it, silver label? Yeah, they're silver label, the triple cask finished. So, yeah, and I was not a fan of that at all. Okay, so... This is fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Marie Hill Club. Uh, last little hurrah, yay, nay? Um, neutral. All right. Likewise. Yeah. Take us out. Uh, with all this being said, do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. And hint, hint, nudge, nudge, please keep listening to the podcast because anytime I do a giveaway on Instagram, you guys are the first ones to hear. You guys will always have an extra chance for an additional entry. So utilize that. If you should choose to support the podcast, you can do so by donating straight to our channel, by listening to us, or by sharing our link with those who you believe might benefit from our reviews, or just get amused by our stupid antics. And with all of that being said, remember that all whiskeys, even ones that may be overpriced, are meant to be shared. <laughs> <laughs>